world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. And we have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Sorry. Shit. And we're live. Welcome, everybody. Good morning. Uh, this is Morning Coffee, everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project, hosted by yours truly, Vince Taglavia, and my partner in truth, Andrea. We are live with you every Monday through Friday, 8.30 a.m. Pacific, 11.30 a.m. Eastern, to go over the news and events of the morning. And in today's case, it's Monday. We are going to go over what happened over the weekend and today and get into our week. Happy Monday. Hope you all have your coffee or your tea or your water or hopefully not alcohol, but whatever you drink in the morning on Mondays because uh, the sun's rising. We got a lot of news to get through. It's a beautiful day to be alive. And uh, that's it. And that's that, I suppose. Andrea, good morning. Thanks for joining me on this adventure. How you doing? I'm well. I am good. It is Monday. We had an interesting weekend. I honestly wouldn't blame you for drinking alcohol in the morning, but it is a little hardcore for me. I'll stick with coffee. <laughs> but the world's kind of crazy. So like you said, I'm not going to judge. <laughs> so if you're you're having your cocktail somewhere, then, um, <laughs> you know, enjoy, I guess. Or maybe it's, you're not even in the United States or you're in Europe or Australia and it's five o'clock somewhere and it's drinking time. So it's true. I forget. In which what case, good afternoon. <laughs> People might watch later too. That is true. Yeah. So, you know. You know. Yeah. So enjoy a drink, I guess. Cut yeah. Loose. Whatever. <laughs> you exactly. only live once. 
For sure, that is true. You do. Well, well assumably. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guess it depends on what you believe. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, most people believe you. I mean, you only live this life once, for oh, sure. Yeah, that's true. Okay, there you go. So, um, we can, I can, I can for sure say that. I'm with you. Because thank that. God, I, I wouldn't want to be me more than once. Heck no. <laughs> Look at that. People are filing in. They're coming in to watch their coffee, get a little bit of news. Um, Darren, good morning. Thank you for joining us over there on Rumble. Uh, looks like no friends on Foxhole yet. Well, We've got well, we've got a uh, we got Maybe people watching, no commenters. But good morning, everybody over there on Pilled, great community over there, and D Live and Clout Hub, and we are also live on Facebook. Thank you everybody for joining us from across the internet. We appreciate it. Uh, usually we start our days with finance, but today I have a little quote. Because here at the Red Pill Project, we um, we have a motto, and it's something along, along the lines of don't believe anything anybody says unless you could prove it with your own volition, regardless of what um, position they hold or what authority they have. You know, if you can't prove it with your own volition, don't call it fact, you know, and figure it out for yourself and and you know, yeah. be the best you you can be. All this, this kind of along the lines of that, right? So, I found this quote that kind of kind of goes into this. Uh, thank Take you, Grits, care. for the ice cream. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty good quote here. Let's see. So it's by uh, Marcus Aurelius, Meditations six twenty one, and it's quote: If anyone can prove and show to me that I think and act in error. I will gladly change it, for I seek the truth by which no one has ever been harmed. The one who is harmed is the one who abides in deceit and ignorance. Very true. Yeah. That, that is, that's really profound. It really you know? is. Struck when you think about all of the morning. brainwashed people we have in this world, ultimately it's going to be them that are hurt. Yeah, yeah, man, and and yes, they're hurt, but also society is hurt. I think. Yeah, right. Because yeah, people want to force their own little thing on everybody else, and if they're ignorant and they're forcing stuff, then it's just um, not a good situation. So the bottom line is, is that nobody has the right to tell you how to think, how to feel, how to believe. You know, you've got to come to that determination on your own. And, um, you know, the truth, the truth is going to vary for some people, right? We have to find our own truth. There is no universal truth. Um, I mean, okay, I take that back. There may be some universal truths. There's absolute truth, but everybody's going to perceive everything differently. Exactly. Yes. Perfect. That's exactly what I wanted to say is that it's our perception of that truth that really defines us. And, you know, if we didn't have that perception, we wouldn't be individuals. Yeah. So there is a beauty in the polarization of people, I suppose. Um, but I think there is a happy balance that should be found and can be found when people aren't playing sick games with, with um, 
people's psychology, livelihoods, and, uh, yeah, like we see today. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I... What? Sorry. I was going to say, one of the things that I, I hear all the time is, follow the science. Well, you can follow science, but the truth is, is that science is open for interpretation. And they're damn liars. <laughs> and yeah, and they're damn liars. Um, so you can follow the science and still come to a different conclusion. And science is meant to be tested. Yeah. You know what? Before you follow the science, go read a book on statistics. Yeah, exactly. Figure out how that stuff works. Figure out how data works and figure out how dis- how to disseminate information properly because they could twist it and mislead you and put you in a in, in a place of ignorance so easily, just like so many of our loved ones and other people are today around the world. It's it's yeah. terrible. So I agree. So it's really important that people like Andrea and I get together with all of you who are here today and have these conversations. You know, um, and because we learn, um, and we challenge each other and it's, we grow from that challenge. Exactly. Yeah. There's no growth when you're stagnant, you know, and that's what people have forgotten. They just blindly follow what somebody else says and there's no, there's no growth there. And so, you know, I've had things over the last couple of years that have challenged my beliefs that have challenged like my core beliefs and have challenged me on a personal level, but that's led to a lot of growth. You know, two years ago, I wouldn't be sitting here doing this. Right. Likewise. So, um, so it's important to find your own truth and to decide how that affects your life. And where you're gonna, what you're gonna do with it, and how you're gonna grow from it. Amen. Anyway, are you ready to move on to finance? Boo! Yeah, <laughs> we always start with finance, everybody. Let's get it out of the way. We actually have some pretty big things happening in that world of fake numbers and baloney. So let's get through it, and then we'll get into other news. Uh, let's just look at the markets right now that are open to start why don't we let's do it real quick here the S&P 500 bounced up but now it's back in the red we're down 0.25% the Dow is down 0.45% NASDAQ is up 0.31% crude oil is $79.33 gold is 1651 silver is $18 87 cents and Bitcoin is $19,113. I always do that. Numbers are hard. (laughs) The markets are doing a lot better than I thought they would uh, based on what was happening last night. So what happened last night? Well, the pound hit record low versus dollar. So the pound crashed pretty bad. Um, I think they were calling it a flash crash, weren't they? Maybe there was a sell-off that came as equity markets across Asia and Europe fell again, owing to a growing expectation that central bank interest rate hikes to fight runaway inflation would lead to a deep and painful recession. Oil also suffered more hefty selling. I don't know what they were calling it, but it's not good. Um, Also, I'll get to that lastly here, but we have had the Moscow Exchange, Russia's largest stock exchange, crash 11% this morning. 
absolutely that's a flat that's a that's a yeah flash crash just yeah boop, wild stuff i think a lot of that could be um because of the Nord stream pipeline too um for some reason it crashed down to like seven bars which i don't know what that translates to but i know people were freaking out about that it basically had shut off all the gas to germany yeah which i don't know if that was intentional or not but well, we could be, that could be a portion of this, yep. um, along with the war in Ukraine, obviously, so. Oh, yeah, they're, uh, well, we're not going to talk about it too much today, I don't think we have it, but as you all know, um, <clears throat> Russia, I think Josh covered it Friday, right? Or did it happen Thursday, later? Did we even cover it Friday? I don't remember, but I Russia know. mobilized, we did talk about it Friday. Russia mobilized 300,000 troops yep. to go into Ukraine and all this. So that's going on. That obviously has an effect, and the world is shuffling the, around. So, Yep, they have the referendums in Ukraine, too, for those regions that want to become part of your, or part of Russia again. Yeah, they're holding those votes. Yep. Those, and uh, we should have the, the results of those elections sometime this week. It just depends on when they're released and how long it takes to get to us but we should know sometime this week what happened with that and they'll be um they'll be supported by you know the full force of they will be know, russia the russian state they so, will be yeah. russia according yeah. to russia and anybody who recognizes yeah, those elections and that yeah. that consists of all the eastern territories and the southern territories not all the southern yeah. territories but basically the south and the east of ukraine where we've yeah. had these battles going on f since February. Yep. So one last thing I wanted to look at as far as finance goes, and it's this is um, the hearing of the Committee of Economic and Monetary Affairs uh, from today. And I read through this very early this morning. Wouldn't recommend it. And I noticed a couple things I wanted to talk about. This was a speech by Christine Lagarde, president of the ECB, at the hearing of the Committee on Economic and Monetary Affairs of the European Parliament in Brussels, September 26, 2022. Um, they talk about Russia's unjustified war of aggression on Ukraine. And, you know, my thoughts are with the Ukrainian people suffering the senseless atro atrocities of war. Yeah, I agree. Why are we funding it? Why are you funding it? Okay, anyway, they go on. She's an elite. Yeah, they talk about the economic consequences of the euro area have continued to unfold since we last met in June, and the outlook is darkening. Um, one key point here. I'm just going to do a search. Worse. Yeah, here we go. The latest Eurobarometer indicates that almost two out of three citizens can uh, see rising inflation as one of the two most important issues at the moment. Higher energy and food prices are weighing in particular on the most vulnerable households, and the situation is expected to get worse before it gets better. And then they go on and on, and they start talking about, as of next Monday, the Euro system will take into account a climate score of issuers and all purchases of corporate bonds. Oh. 
in the context of the euro system's ongoing reinvestment purchases. This will result in the purchase of more bonds issued by companies with a good climate performance and fewer bonds from those with a poor climate performance. These measures will reduce the euro system's exposure to climate-related financial risk, as well as support the green transition of the economy in line with the EU's climate neutrality objectives. As of the first quarter of 2023, we will start publishing climate-related information on our corporate bond holdings, and we will regularly report on the steps we are taking to address climate change within the bounds of our mandate. I now stand ready to take your questions. Oh, Lord. And now we see why the economy is going to be worsening. <laughs> yeah. She's a, global, she's a globalist. She's a you globe, know. globe head and a globalist. So they so. are rolling out their globalist agenda. If you're not playing ball with them, they're going to give you a shitty score. This is a social credit score. This is a financial credit score. This is a you-can't-play-our-game score. Right. And, you know, it's interesting because we do see some moves happening on the world level, which we'll cover once we get to world news. But it's important to note that there are things that are happening in the world, for whatever that's worth. So. Yeah, communists are taking over a bunch of countries, or they have. They are, but they're also losing some as well. Yeah, so. there's a fuck. There's a war happening. It's real, yep. and people are suffering. They are right about that in their globalist speech, and it's mm-hmm. sad because they're perpetrating it, and then they're crying about it, and it's disgusting. Yeah, yeah, you know what? All these people that are victims of what's going on in Ukraine, in Russia, in African countries, in the Middle East, it's just absolutely disgusting. And it's all just because of political nonsense. And you know what? We need peace in this world. It's about time we have some sunshining days and actual love across borders and all this. Like, there's no need for this level of, of no. trouble. I really right. think it's possible to have, like, a really happy medium for a long time. There is. You know, we just, the, I think one of the most important parts to that is national sovereignty, you yes. know, and being able to negotiate things um, that work for both people, you know, that work for both sides of trade. And there's no reason why, if people wanted that, we could have it. And I think most people do. Most people don't understand, hey, you know, I have this, Russia has that, or Ukraine has that, or Africa has that. Why can't we trade, find some way of negotiating trade deals to where both of our countries benefit and we're better for it? Agreed. But, of course, we don't see that in the world, and it's unfortunate. We saw it. We saw it under Trump. Lots of peace, lots of happy people, a lot of prosperous times. But yeah, there's... well, Trump even negotiated peace in the Middle East, and that's been a turbulent spot for millennia. You know, and all of a sudden we were going to have peace over there, and um, they can't never, have that. Globalists want. So, yeah, they don't want and death. Yeah, exactly. They've got to feed their war machine. That's how they steal all of the wealth. From countries is through wars and that's really what it boils down to is that war is a huge profit making endeavor whether you like it or not that's the way it is yeah and you know i look at this economic stuff happening and really this is the beginning of the collapse y'all actually Mm -hmm. we've been in the beginning of the collapse for a while 
I think everybody kind of expects it's going to happen overnight, but it's not. It can't. There's things in place that pre- prevent a real huge flash crash from happening. And right. it's going to take months. But I think when we look back on this in the future, that we are in the middle. We're going to be in, you know, they might say, you know, I don't think they're going to say the crash was in 2023. I think they're going to say the crash was in 2022 and that we're actually in it. But people don't realize it. People are just completely, some people just can't see it. Right, exactly. Well, and when you're living in the middle of it, you a lot of times can't see it, right? Because you adjust to um, the ever-changing demands of the economy. It's kind of like in 2008, 2009, you know, nobody was, people were talking about the recession that we found ourselves, but it didn't happen overnight. It's not like everybody lost their houses all on the same day. It's not like um, builders went under all on the same day. This was a slow progression and down downward turn for our economy and um, it's almost like the turning the water boiling the water on the frog right or right and you can't really see it until you're out of it until you're on the other side and then you can look back so we can look back now and go oh yeah 2008 and 2009 was when this was really bad but there was a there was you know progression leading up to that where if people had been looking they would have seen the signs of that coming and um, everybody did, you know, I remember I was a young adult and saw it coming. I knew that bad things were happening in the economy. I knew that we were headed towards something pretty gross, you know, and I didn't know to what extent, nor do I now, you know, we're not going to know until we get to that point, but we are in that slow downhill slide towards that, oh, the event horizon, I guess you could call it, hmm. which is really in reality, kind of what it is. For sure. All right, y'all. That's what we have for you. Uh, Before we get into the U.S. news and the rest of it all, world news, health, um, I want to take a second and thank you all for joining us once again um, and encourage you to join our private social network, socialredpill.com. It's free to join and participate in conversations and sharing of memes, sharing of news, sharing of your own personal uh, content such as whatever you might be, whatever you do, you might do poetry. You might just want to write opinions. You might want to just respond to people's stuff. You might just want to lurk. Whatever you want to do, it's just a normal social media platform uh, without the censorship, without the craziness. Uh, over there on socialredpill.com. So please come say hello and thank you to everybody who has joined. I saw a couple people join this morning. That's really awesome. So you guys welcome, and uh, we'll see you over there. All right. Do you want to take it away with the first one? Sure. So are we, well, it looks like we're covering this hurricane. Just real quick. Yep. It's uh, Hurricane Ian forms in the Caribbean. It's forecast to hit Cuba and Florida. I read a couple of things this morning saying that nobody actually knows what category it's going to be when it makes landfall, which I True. find really odd. True. And uh, not only that. They, they're not reporting it. They're reporting the pathway, but they're not talking about it very much, except for right. the non-mainstream people are saying it's going to ramp up to about a Category 4 in the Gulf. Right now it's passing over Cuba. Once right. it gets in the Gulf, it's going to get to about a Category 4, and then it's going to maybe weaken to a Category 3 as it hits landfall. But this could be a very substantial and dangerous storm 
nonetheless. Yeah, so if, and, you, if you live in Florida, just, you know, be prepared, pay attention. Hopefully the news stations over there will keep everybody posted with any pertinent, relevant information, you know, but just stay safe. Our thoughts and prayers are with all of you that live in Florida. So, yeah. I unfortunately don't know much about the weather as far as that goes over there. I've never lived through a hurricane. Me either, but I was watching some stuff this morning on it. Yeah, it's pretty scary. And of course, there's supply chain issues and stuff because people are preparing for a disaster. Yeah. And they're stocking up on supplies because who knows, you know, we had, you know, look at Hurricane Katrina. That's really the most information I had as far as. Oh, yeah, which was devastating. Center, when we see yes. that on. Uh, yeah, Governor DeSantis came out this morning and declared a state of emergency about an hour ago. It's uh, yeah. The storm is just a Category 1 right now, but it is set to rapidly intensify. intensify. And I say just Category 1, just 75-mile-per-hour winds. Oh, geez, on all. <laughs> yeah. So you guys be safe out there. We, I know we have a lot of Red Pill family over there. Make sure you have water. Make sure you have food. Make sure if you need to evacuate, do it probably now. If you're yeah, on those exactly. coastal regions that are going to get that uh, storm surge, it's just yeah. it's maybe not reach, even worth it. Reach anymore. out to reach out to us on the social red pill too, you know, and let us know. You know, if if you have information, keep us updated. Absolutely. Um, that way, other people that are in that area can see any updates that they may or may not be getting. So it's just a good way of communicating. That's the great thing about you know, the social red pill is that people can update, keep things updated. And I know we've got some people that are posting updates on the social red pill about this. So yeah, we stay pretty tight. Yeah. And family takes care of family. Oh yeah. Sometimes we fight like family too. It's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a real family, this red pill family. <laughs> <laughs> We're as dysfunctional as any other family. Is. From time to time. We get along really well, actually. I'm just being facetious. Every once in a while, we do disagree on things. And sometimes it causes <laughs> some hard feelings. And you know what? That's okay. People just need to learn to take a deep breath, let it go, and realize that it's okay to disagree. <laughs> yeah. And we're not talking about anything in particular either. We're just... No. No, this is not... There's been a lot of interactions over the years. There has. There's been a, there's a lot of people on there, and there's a lot of interactions, and people are going to disagree from time to time. We have such a diverse crowd. It's awesome. We do. We do. From all over the world. It's cool. Yep. Wow. So, yeah, we're, we're keeping our eye on that storm. It should make landfall, I don't know, in the next 24, 48 hours or something like that. I don't, I don't know, though. Yeah. Um, so, stay safe, everybody. Uh, we have a little bit of voting news here. We need to... Sorry about that. We need to vote, everybody. Yeah, make sure that you vote. Even if you don't think that it's it's going to accomplish anything, even if you believe, you know, that the it's elections pointless. were stolen, and even if you think it's pointless and there's no possible way that your vote is going to count, if we don't vote, we definitely lose. And we have the right to exercise our vote, mm -hmm. and we need to be doing that because you don't maintain your rights if you give them up freely. Yeah, and there are communists on the ballot, so make sure you go and vote, especially if you're in, uh, what are the states? Dang it, they made this difficult. Minnesota is one of in, them, looks like they're doing here it is. early voting. 
Yeah, Minnesota, South Dakota, Virginia, and Wyoming are kicking off a six-week sprint to Election Day in a landscape that has changed much since the pandemic drove a shift to mail balloting. So basically, if you're in Minnesota, South Dakota, Virginia, or Wyoming, you could vote now. Wow. So, I mean, go vote in person. And uh, while you're there, be aware of your surroundings and what the hell's going on, just in case there's any fuckery going on, as we call it. Take a picture of your ballot, your ballot too, and then there should be ways of you know checking and stuff like that. I don't know. Um, I, that's what I'm gonna start doing is taking yeah. a picture of my ballot, and that way, you know, if everybody did that, and they're like, oh well, we've got you know twenty thousand votes for this person and thirty thousand votes for this person, and you're like, wait a minute, I don't think that sounds right, and everybody's got a picture on their phone of their ballot and how they voted, they can say, well, let's just look at it. Yeah. It's a good way you could file an affidavit and say, this is not how I voted. This is how I voted instead. Here's the proof. You know, so do whatever you can. We've got to start doing whatever we can to protect and preserve our elections. Oh, yeah. Sign up to be a poll watcher if you have time and you feel like volunteering and getting involved. Um, you know, find out what you can do in your state and in your local governments and your local jurisdictions to to help secure those elections. I couldn't agree more. It's very important, and we need to blow this election out of the water. Yep. Out of the red, red water. Did you see this? Uh, this is. A- a couple days old. I don't think we covered it uh, or if everybody caught it, but uh, Wisconsin County takes control away from Dominion, approves yep. hand count, hand recount of governor, lieutenant governor, and U.S. senator race in November election. I did see that. I think I saw it. <clears throat> I don't remember when I saw it, but I do remember seeing it. Probably Friday or Saturday. Yeah. And it's good. You know, it's good that they're doing this. Let's oh, yeah. just hope that they don't have any of the same fuckery that Arizona oh. has where oh. they're like, oh, we can't find ballots and oh. we didn't keep it and our chain of custody records are in um, inaccurate. So, Oh, they're going through it. We're going to hear more on this, y'all. Yep. Go Wisconsin. Right? Wisconsin needs to. It's one of the states that definitely needs to do something because uh, they, they were obviously one of the battleground states that joe biden won in the middle of the night at you know 3 a.m or 4 a.m whatever it is when they decided to stop counting and magically find ballots for him fake news and of course the fake news being the fake ones they were just reported it like nothing was going on um all right i thought i would never say this Hillary is right. What? No, you must be wrong. <laughs> Hillary is right. Vince is wrong. I don't know. World's upside down. So maybe. <laughs> Here we go. I'll share sound. I remember as a as a young student, you know, trying to figure out how did people get basically um, drawn in by Hitler? How did that happen? And I'd watch newsreels and I'd see this guy standing up there ranting and raving and people shouting and raising their arms. I thought, what's happened to these people? Why did they believe that? I think it was difficult for 
most Americans to believe that this guy would be as dangerous as he turned out to be. And it's no longer just the whiff of violence, but the appeals to violence. Look at immigration. They don't want to get together and try to resolve this uh, issue. They don't want to try to figure out how we have secure borders because they'd rather have an issue than a solution. This is an attack on freedom, on democracy, on truth. This is an attack that has ripple effects for all of us. Uh, the threats to democracy are real, and the only way to defeat them is showing up and voting. That is brilliant. Use her words against her. Now watch. If this goes viral, she'll come out and say, my words were misconstrued. You don't want to do that. that they took my words and twisted them all around to fit their agenda. I like that Hillary lady. It's brilliant, though. I mean, I hate her voice, and it makes my skin crawl, but absolutely. And this just goes to show you that you can take anybody's words and twist them to fit your own narrative which is exactly what they're doing to Donald Trump and a lot of different Republicans, especially uh, those mega Republicans that they're calling extremists. Oh, yeah. So. You're absolutely right. It's kind of beautiful in that way of it's using their own dirty tactics against them, except we'll admit it. Yeah, it's not in context, but is it true? Yes. Yeah. And that's why it's hilarious, and that's why it's going around. Yeah. Um Sometimes the truth hurts. The truth hurts, and sometimes the truth's funny, and uh, the truth is what will set us free. Sure. So thank you, Hillary, for speaking truth on Hitler that just so happened to fit perfectly with the illegitimate regime of today. Yeah, it does. It really does. You know, she's talking about Hitler, but really you could insert Joe Biden anywhere that she says Hitler, and it would still be the same. Yeah. Uh, or I mean, Kami Kamala, man. Right? Yeah, it's it's just crazy. But yeah, words can be twisted around to mean many different things, which is why it's so important to determine what the truth is for yourself. Context, man. It'll trick you. It'll trick you. That's what the mainstream media has been doing. And you know what? We're in a war. And they're not following any rules. They're not following the rules of warfare. They're not they're not doing any of that. They're fighting dirty. And it is time that we stop trying to follow rules that they're not following and fight in a clean way. No, we need to be using the same tastic tactics they are. What's good for the goose is good for the gander, so to speak. Mm. So if they're fighting dirty, so, we show, so should we. All right. If you're not going to follow the rules, why should I? I'm going to lose every time doing that. Yeah. Two wrongs don't make a right, but, you know, at this point... And I think, I think over the course of this war, that line has been crossed probably on both sides, if I had to guess, but I don't know. It has. It's Just definitely be been. Out of necessity, though, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But well, I, can't, I can't prove that or validate it, but that's just my no. sneaking suspicion. Yeah. Well, you can't fight. You can't fight clean in a dirty war. No. Hmm. Well, 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 well. There's always five wells. <laughs> is there? Where? So, what else is going on here? Oh my gosh, my, sorry, my mouse is like freezing up this morning. Okay, so this week, we got some big things happening. 
The Oath Keepers are forced to go to trial on bogus sedition conspiracy charges while the government denies them discovery, arrests their key witness, and jury bias plagues the kangaroo courts. This is in Biden's regime's lawlessness. They are also holding, and I don't know if it talks about this in the article, they're also holding the January 6th Unselect Committee is holding their last um, bogus meeting kangaroo court show um, before the elections. <clears throat> so they wanted this to happen at the same time. Uh, the Oath Keepers, the ones that are being, I think there's like five or six of them that are being held illegally. Um, have requested a change of venue and they've requested that it be put off until 2023 and there's a couple of different things um that they've requested that has all been denied because they want to make sure that they get those conspiracy sedition charges laid in there so that they can prosecute donald trump that's why they need them so badly mm. and so they're going to be most likely uh, while they're covering this trial, is talking about this conspiracy sedition stuff during their unselect meeting, which will be aired. Mm -hmm. It's going to be much like it was before when they aired their stupid fake trials and stuff like this. It's going to be um, huge. Yeah, yeah, these people are <clears throat> being denied their constitutional rights. Um, their witnesses are being arrested. They are... Um, they they haven't been given any of their constitutional rights that I'm aware of. They're being held illegally. They and it's just more of the brown shirts is what it is. The DOJ has become the brown shirts of the Biden regime. The DOJ is so corrupt. It's it is to be it, it's beyond. It's obvious to anybody looking at it that it's, it's corrupt. And it's been that way for a while. It's and it's supposed to be nonpartisan, fair and square, and all this. But no, it's completely infiltrated by the radical left, and it's obvious. You know, the one really disturbing part about this is it says the Department of Injustice claims they're doing this because they do not have enough time or resources to give the other January six men and women a timely trial. So they're basically Bullshit. saying, we're not giving you a timely trial because if we do that, then we don't have the time and resources to give everybody else a timely trial. Everyone. There is no exceptions in the Constitution. It doesn't say that you have a right to a fair trial with the exception of. No. If you are an American citizen, you have the right to a fair and speedy trial. Period. End of story. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. And they're yeah. bogus anyway. None of these people should be there it in the first place. Yeah. Um, yeah. We could solve this in a day if we really wanted to. Get real. We can't do this. That's the lamest excuse I hear for things in the United States from our current illegitimate regime is, oh, we don't have the resources. Oh, we don't have the manpower. Oh, we can't. We're just not good enough. No, that is not America. We're good enough. Don't let them tell you that. Are you kidding me? If you got out there on your bullhorn and rounded people up, it'd be done in one day. And I bet a lot of those people would volunteer to get it done in one day because there's damn good people here. And this is how we operate here. No, we're not victims. We're not 
slow. We're not incapable. We're the best of the best. But they don't want to tell you that. They want you to think, oh, phooey. Yeah, exactly. So there are five Oath Keepers that are going on trial this week, or starting this week. Stuart Rhodes, Kelly Makes, Kenneth Harrelson, Jessica Watkins, and Thomas Caldwell. So they're all locked away in unconstitutional pretrial detention. Um, none of the defendants are being accused of violence, and it's widely accepted they help the police. So again, why were they held without bail? Why are they being held in these detention facilities? These um, are victims of the war. Hopefully this yes, gets resolved in all these people. And these are Americans. Yes. These are Americans who have constitutional rights. You know, I don't care whether you're right, left, or otherwise. I don't care what your beliefs are. I don't care what side of the aisle you stand on. I don't care yeah. if you vote communist. Yeah, even if they, no matter who they threw in that jail cell, they deserve that right. Exactly. And the thing is, is that if we take away one side's constitutional rights, you set a precedent for taking away the other side when somebody else is in power. Which is going to happen to the left. Right. At some point, it, it very well could. And you know what? That's no more right than what's happening now. Right, left, or otherwise, there's a reason. The founding, our founding fathers knew we would have differences of opinions and difference, um, different political views and such, which is why they didn't put those exceptions in the Constitution. It was black and white. Everybody has the same rights, right, left, or otherwise. You know, and so if if people are out there calling for the destruction of one side of a political party and the destruction of their constitutional rights, they should remember that the type the tides could turn or the tables could turn and they could easily be sitting on the other side of that. Yeah. Precedent. And just because it's in their favor now, it's not really up to them. It's up to the the illegitimate regime. So once they're done taking care of one side, do you think they're going to give a shit about who they took advantage of to get that done? No, they're going after them next. And uh, that's unfortunate. And it's kind of uh, something we see happen in history. Um, And it sucks. And it's scary because people are ignorant and under a spell of deceit. And this next story just makes me upset because they talk about not having the resources to get this done in a timely manner right well Mm -hmm. the u.s is giving another 457 million dollars to ukraine for their law enforcement well maybe if we you know kept our resources here instead of sending it to foreign countries that would probably be plenty to get this done right oh yeah they don't care about that i mean we've sent billions Billions. billions of dollars hundreds of billions of dollars and you know how ukraine and like the far left is spinning this i saw a headline that was like ukraine needs or like while well, ukraine suffers and needs 20 to 30 billion a month the u.s is only sending 457 million dollars today get <sighs> out of here it's not our responsibility to fund this nazi war against that all these other fucking people are suffering the world is suffering at the end of the day it's going to be devastating to 
not just Ukraine or Russia, but it's going to be everywhere, especially if it escalates to be nuclear. This is not good. And this the fake news out there and the bullshit narratives that go around like that are disgusting. I see them and I just I throw up in my mouth. Oh, I know. It's terrible. And it's like every other week we're giving them money. Yeah. And then if we, you know, miss a week, it seems like um, Zelensky is on TV. Where is my money? Send me more money. We're going broke and we're dying and it's your fault. It's like, screw you. Yeah. You know, I saw a meme that was very telling and very disturbing at the same time. It was a picture of Zelensky asking Biden for money. And Biden says, hold on, we're working on hiring the IRS agent so we can gather the money oh, that you need. Yeah. And I was true. like, how true is that? And that's exactly what's happening, you know, is that these IRS agents are that are going to be armed. Yeah. And are going to be going door to door. Possibly. I mean, they're not auditing billionaires. There are 87,000 billionaires in the U.S. Right. So um, what they're going to be doing is they're going to be coming after people like me and you. Probably, maybe. And they're, you know, if you haven't paid every cent in your tax, they are going to be collecting it. But if they owe you money and you haven't filed, they're probably just going to come help you out, right? Right. You know, because there are still people <laughs> from what I can gather that are waiting for, from what I can gather, and I, I don't know any real updates on this. But I believe that there are still people that are waiting for their tax refunds from 2020. Like, I don't think they've even finished processing all of those. Uh, maybe there's something going on. There's probably some issues. And so, of course, what, this year we filed 2021 taxes. And so my understanding is, is a lot of those haven't been touched either. Hmm. So this is uh, the, the thing is, is, and this is what they do, right? This is how they spin it to... Um, justify the need to hire more agents. Mm. They don't need to hire more agents. They need to send people back to the office because they're still working under pandemic, you know, guidelines. Send people back to the office and make them do their damn jobs. Mm. Yeah. But the truth of the matter is, is they probably don't have the money to refund to people because they keep sending it to Ukraine. There's issues for sure. Sorry. <laughs> uh what else so oh, we've got this is, a, um, this is an interesting article actually oh yes from the New York Post um yeah and Carol Markovitz if she's real wrote this post Democrats need to stop urging political violence I'm just kidding she's probably real um, I agree, though. Kyler Ellingston was killed last week in North Dakota after another man, Shannon Brandt, 41, this man here, he is a murderer, killed him um, with his SUV. Ellingston was 18 years old. Just a baby. Just a baby. Brandt was convinced the teenager was affiliated, affiliated with a Republican extremist group. No evidence exists for this claim. Footage of Brandt's bail hearing show him seeing, seeming confused that he may suffer for his actions. So he's probably insane, in my opinion. 
It comes right from the top. The President of the United States, supported by a fangirl media, spouts irresponsible rhetoric that led to Ellingson's death. Earlier this month, President Joe Biden gave a fiery speech about the threats our country faces from voters who dare to disagree with him. Red background, clenched fists, the president shouted into the microphone that America's at an inflection point because MAGA Republicans do not respect the Constitution. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremist extremism that threatens the very foundation of our republic, he said. The very foundation of our republic. Our country is at risk. The message Biden sent to unstable people like Brandt is that it's reasonable to get rid of those who threaten our nation. How can anyone not defend this, his country? Over the weekend, Hillary Clinton added fuel to the fire by likening Trump supporters to Nazis. And this goes on and on and on, explaining that the rhetoric from the mainstream media and, and these political hacks that are illegitimate are fueling violence in our country. They absolutely are. Yes. Spot on. They, and they they use those they use the visual tactics auditory tactics the whole thing it's a psychological warfare it's psychological warfare that's being perpetrated on people and which is why you see people like this guy doing the things that he's doing what right does he have to end the life of an 18 year old kid period i don't care for what reason yeah man it's sick, and um, words have real consequences. So I hope, I hope, justice is served for any crimes committed, and uh, the sun shines again, and everyone dances one day. For sure. But right now we are in the thick of something wild. Yes, we are. Uh, in other news. Um, Insider, no, first squawk on Twitter said that Twitter Incorporated said they are going to reinstate Donald Trump's Twitter account. They don't have a source on that, but that's just a rumor. And that's weird. I found it odd. I wanted to mention it because last week Facebook said the same thing. Meta. Yeah, they did. And, um, you know, it, it's hard to say what's going to happen. Trump has got Truth Social um, that's blowing up. I really find it hard to believe that Trump cares I don't, that he's yeah. reinstated on Facebook. And he said that. He's like, if they brought it back, I probably wouldn't use it anyway. I have truth now, and they're garbage. So we'll exactly. see. He's just going to be censored anyway. You know, I, I really think this is a political play. Like, just Get because... Get him back oh, on okay. there. And then, have if, if, let's say he did use it. Hypothetically, he used it. They're just going to use that to fuel the fire of he's con he's fueling conspiracy theories mm -hmm. and he's spreading misinformation and he's inciting violence. They're going to they just gonna use it against him. No matter Reason what he does, they do that. Exactly. And so with truth, they can't censor him on truth. And it's a little harder to accuse him of all of those things when he's not using their platforms. I see. Also, maybe it's just a thing of principle that they know they're they're screwed, and they want to start mitigating the damage that they've done. Like, yeah, it's very possible. But I don't know. You're only banned for two years. Relax. <laughs> right. <laughs> and isn't it funny that they're talking about this just 
five weeks before the midterm elections. I know, right? Very uh, advantageous there. Yep. They're like, people are stupid. Just, it's fine. Pretend not to be murderers and criminals and crooks. Just for a few weeks. All right, what do we got here? Oh. So there's a... An article that I found on Natural News is startling clarity on free speech. And this kind of, we kind of went over this with the previous article that we just did. But um, there was, so Senator Josh Hawley is speaking with, uh, with social media people, executives. Yeah. About the, they're, they're holding trials in Congress. I don't know if trials is the right word. Um, in Congress about the role that government played in um, censorship. In censorship, yes, thank you. <laughs> My brain is tired. It's okay. <laughs> it's it's Monday. It's Monday. We get free passes. Exactly. So um, one of the things that, that Senator Josh Hawley asked a Facebook exec, he said uh, was – it says it gets him to admit that they have coordinated with the Biden administration to censor constitutionally protected speech. Mm-hmm. So yes, government officials told social media companies what content to remove from their platforms and social media companies did what government officials told them to do. And they all feel pretty good about doing it. Um, and it goes on and it talks about this. Um, PBS actually aired this Senate committee hearing. And um, so it's, online if you're interested in going and watching it and stuff but it basically decide you know it's them the government deciding what is information and what information is accurate and what information is not and so if you're not on the right side of this you're censored you're taken off you're free your speech is protected Mm -hmm. what they did is violate people's constitutional rights and they should be held accountable for it is that ever going to happen? Who knows? Probably not. But, um, you know, I think if it will you basically don't belong in the right category or you're not talking about the right things. You're going to be canceled. So. Yeah. I, I, there are some people in our government that are fighting for this um, against it. Right. Fighting against this. Correct. On both sides. Well, yeah, and that fighting for us, I guess. But okay. yeah, fighting against the censorship and stuff like that. So we'll see what comes of it. Probably nothing. Um, the Senate hearing committees, they don't typically tend to produce too much as far as results that I've ever seen. You at, know, at least at least they produce some truth and maybe one or two people. Yeah, they get up. some information out there and it's supposed to be a way of writing legislation that is supposed to help button up certain areas where there's gray spots but you know are um, we really gonna see that is there a gray spot in our first amendment i thought it was pretty Apparently clear. they think there is <laughs> because you know and uh, well here's so from my understanding here's where the gray area is, is we have the freedom of speech they also have freedom of press and because of the way that the social media companies and title um social media i want to say title 23 but i don't think that's right um the way that it's worded leaves it open to some interpretation because they are a private company 
but do they fall under the lines of a publisher or an editor or where do they stand? And so I see. A, there I see. are gray areas there and oh, okay. that needs clarification. But they are still it based on the fact that our government is asking them to censor this stuff, that is a clear violation of our personal rights. Yep. But anyway, but moving on. Uh, we were talking earlier about the election and how on election night the fake news media, including Fox News, sorry to tell you, reported the election, the fraudulent election, like nothing had happened, even though they stopped counting late that night and resumed in the morning with totally different figures uh, and pretended like everything was normal. Uh, yeah, they did that, along with every other mainstream news source. Um we know Fox News is compromised largely, although they do have some good people there, I think. But um, I have a video here of Fox News's Sandra Smith showing her true colors. Uh, I think someone shared this on on the app, so thank you whoever shared this. But remember, just because CNN says, or even Fox News says that somebody's president, doesn't make them president. So I think everybody what? wants to know that this was done properly mm. and legally. What is happening? Trace, we called it. And I think we have to look into every one of these concerns. Yeah, and I think. Yeah, and I think Cleta makes a very good point there, Steve. You know, that look. Whoever is decided to be the president, remember, just because CNN says, or even Fox News says that somebody's president, doesn't make them president. So I think everybody what? wants to know that this was done properly mm. and legally. What is happening? We Trace, we've results. called it. Trace, we've called it. Trace. Yeah, they think that they're the ultimate authority on who gets to be president because we're reporting the news. No, screw you. You're nobody. Yeah, who are you? Get out of here. Yeah, exactly. My God. Disgusting. Yeah, so these are the people in these news organizations, all right? They're yep. either stupid, ignorant, or evil. And either way, I think uh, something needs to be done. You know, People need to be held accountable, especially when it comes to something like this. This isn't something small or silly or um, something that like people are going to just forget about. This is, <laughs> this is uh, everything. The president of the United States, the election yeah. for the president of the United States. Speaking of elections, though, yeah. we've got some interesting um, interesting developments in Italy with oh. their elections. Yeah. They have elected a very conservative uh, premier, which I believe is probably the same as our president. So they really, it says, Italy's move to the right shakes Europe's political elites as Georgia Maloney readies to govern. So she is actually a Trump supporter. She says, um, we defend God, country, and family built on opposition to gender ideology and the LGBT lobby alongside support for strong borders and an end to limitless mass migration. Um, she is, she has got the globalist elite freaking out <laughs> because she's basically the Donald Trump for Italy. <laughs> she is. And she lays it down. I have a video. Oh, very cool. Let's just play the video. 
Sorry. No, that's fine. I'll have to translate. I don't actually speak Italian. I'll have to read what she's saying. Please answer me these questions. This is about what we are doing here today. Why is the family an enemy? Why is the family so frightening? There is a single answer to all these questions. Because it defines us. Because it is our identity. Because everything that defines us is now an enemy. For those who would like us to no longer have an identity. And to simply be perfect consumer slaves. And so they attack national identity, they attack religious identity, and they attack gender identity, they attack family identity. I can't define myself as Italian, Christian, woman, mother, no. I must be citizen X, gender X, parent one, parent two. I must be a number. Because when I am only a number, when I no longer have an identity or roots, then I will be the perfect slave at the mercy of financial speculators. The perfect consumer. That's the reason why. That's why we inspire so much fear. That's why this event inspires so much fear. Because we do not want to be numbers. We will defend the value of the human being. Every single human being. Because each of us has a unique genetic code that is unrepeatable. And like it or not, that is sacred. We will defend it. We will defend God, country, and family. Those things that disgust people so much, we will do it to defend something. Because we will never be slaves and simple consumers at the mercy of financial speculators. That is our mission. That is why I came here today. Chesterton wrote more than a, uh, more than a century ago. Let's see if I can find it. Fires will be kindled to testify that two and two make four. Swords will be drawn to prove that leaves are green in summer. That time has arrived. We are ready. Thank you. Did I miss part of that? No. Yeah, and she is absolutely right. She is just taking Italy by storm. Like, yeah. it wasn't even close. <laughs> you know, the Italian people <clears throat> have spoken up and they have spoken up loudly. They're done. People are done with these globalists. People are done being treated like garbage. Yeah. And they're done being treated as if they don't matter anymore. And their their whole agenda has been they've been forced to lay their whole agenda out on the line. And people don't like what they see they can't slow roll this anymore they're having to speed up their process and so and they're not liking it they're not gonna put and there aren't very many places in europe that the globalists don't have their hand in um so yeah. it's it's nice to finally see that falling you know 2020 yeah. And some of those years, whatever, and I, different countries have elections in different years. They're not all in the same year. Um, a lot of these elections, you know, people were able to be fooled. And fraud took place and yeah. election integrity. But people are coming out in numbers that I don't think that they ever anticipated. Yeah, and things did not go to plan. And they're trying to still go along with their shitty plan. Exactly. Um, plan B, Plan C, Plan D, Plan E, and uh, it's getting shaky out there. Yeah. 
the one thing that worries me is seeing this in mm-hmm. Italy and seeing the numbers that people turned up in, the globalists are going to notice that. And we've got well, an election coming up in a couple weeks. Yeah. And they is might this say, going to give them time to prepare for something? Because yeah. they know that it's going to look like this worldwide. They might decide to do a false flag, cancel the elections. Uh, they could do a lot of things. And I do think this is, yes, they could look at it. It's definitely being noticed globally because even the Kremlin um, says that they're open to constructive ties with Italy's Maloney already. They put that out there insider paper, published an article about that. So (laughs) they want to uh, talk. Yeah, exactly. Because they realize that Italy is not being run by the globalists anymore. And Russia doesn't want anything to do with the globalists. They want fair trade throughout the rest of the world. And they understand that they have a better chance of happening now with Italy not being under the control of the globalists. Yeah. I'm uh, glad to see this happening in Italy, and I think that'll be the art, what we'll end on tonight. But holy smokes, was I happy Well, there is that. one thing I wanted to talk about that I thought was important, and I know we're okay. running over. That's I just fine. want to briefly, briefly cover this. We have time. Bill, Bill Gates is... Um, Brags about ordering Trump not to investigate COVID vaccine dangers twice. Oh, really? So remember how a lot of us have always been confused on why Donald Trump is touting the vaccines? Yeah. This might give us a clue as to why. It says on not one, but two separate occasions, billionaire eugenicist Bill Gates ordered then-President Donald Trump not to investigate the potential dangers associated with the mRNA COVID vaccines. Microsoft co-founder turned philanthropist bragged, watch below, that has that his Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation heavily lobbied Trump against his proposed vaccine safety research project. In both of those two meetings with Donald Trump, he asked me if vaccines weren't a bad thing because he was considering a commission to look into ill effects of vaccines. And I said, no, that would be a bad thing. Don't do that, Gates said about his interactions with Trump. So... I'm wondering if Trump, <laughs> in all of his wisdom, set up Bill Gates to be the fall guy for all of this. How? Plausible deniability. How, though? I don't understand. Well, so Trump, you know, with Operation Warp Speed came out, and all of a sudden he's like, oh, yeah, the vaccines are safe and effective and blah, blah, blah. Well, who was he getting his advice from? Yeah, and I think that's kind of, yeah. I agree. I agree. I think he's going to say, I played a certain role and this was that role. And who then acted? Well, Pfizer acted. Fauci acted. Bill Gates acted. The media acted. Journalists. Why do we have journalists? Social media. To find the truth. The journalist failed too, by the way. And... It's going to lay on the people who actually did it. If the president told you, just because you have the opportunity to commit genocide, it doesn't mean you just go and do it, all right? it's Everybody has a responsibility to be ethical. It's not, oh, there's a loophole there, I'm going to use it, and then blame whoever left the loophole there. No. So I think Trump might be safe in that regard in some way or some I think so, because, um, you know, the fact that he wanted to investigate the ill effects tells me 
that one, they knew that there were ill effects associated with this vaccine, or at least at the very least suspected there were ill effects associated with it. And um, it says that Trump was uh, very curious about the effects of the mRNA injections and wanted further research to be conducted on them. Um, Trump was never a vaccine advocate. And it was slow to, to get of off this. the. It was slow to get off the ground in the beginning. If yeah. I remember correctly. And, yep. So, and then it says in here, Trump never clearly indicated whether or not he actually went through with his vaccine safety research project. But we do know what well, but what we do know is Gates promised to stop it. There's a rumor that he is going to do something in that area, Gates said about Trump back in 2020. But maybe I and others will convince him that's not worthwhile. So yeah. basically, Bill Gates is coming out in all of his arrogance and ego and and admitting to the fact that you know Trump wanted this trump probably knows about all of gates crimes let's be real oh i'm sure he absolutely does so i just found that interesting because i know that there are a lot of people that are still out there that are like why why is trump touting this why is he i think this is why there's so much mystery maybe yeah i think it's part of the puzzle yeah on a on a different note i will just say this real quick don't buy genetically modified seeds. Make sure that when you're buying seeds, because Bill Gates has got his hand in that too. And so when you're buying seeds, make sure you're buying organic heirloom seeds. So heirloom seeds are from the original plant as they were designed in nature. And um, they have seed banks with heirloom seeds. Um, a lot of people have um, seed exchanges if you're going to join a seed exchange, make sure make sure that the seeds are from heirloom plants. Yes, and they're and not genetically modified. I know we're going into winter, but you could store seeds for years in a dry, cool place, and it wouldn't hurt mm -hmm. to have some on hand. Um, we need to get our shit together as members of our own communities and start considering things like this. So, yeah. Absolutely. Do everything you can, everybody. Prepare. And if you want to support us and prepare at the same time, um, redpills.tv slash patriot is somewhere you could get long-term food storage from My Patriot Supply. Just go to that link and you could get food. Um, I believe they also if, sell seeds on there too, don't they? They might. I don't know if they sell heirloom seeds. I never checked, actually. But... Um, if you guys want more information on stuff like this, then the perfect place to do that would be the social red pill. There's a lot of people out there with a lot of information and good resources. All you got to do is don't be shy, too shy to say hi or too high to say shy. Create a free account and come in there and say, hey, we were talking about seeds. What do you guys know? I need help. And we'll jump in there and help you out. Um, so please join the social red pill, socialredpill.com. If you want to buy long-term food for the winter or for an emergency situation, redpills.tv slash patriot is a place you could do that while supporting the Red Pill Project, decentralized news and media, and entertainment. Um, over the weekend, Josh had an extra episode of Conversations on the Fringe with Max Egan. Such a beautiful conversation. If you guys haven't seen it, um, please go back and check that out. It was really great. Uh, Andrea, do you have any anything? Am I missing anything? Uh, what? How do you want to? Um, 
What's I up? don't think so. I mean, I think we we went over a lot of stuff today. So, uh, you know, just make sure that you you do your own research and determine your own truth. You don't have to believe anything that Vince or I tell you or agree with yeah. our opinions about stuff. They are solely we're our own that we choose to share with you. So. Yeah, you guys. Um, I appreciate you. I appreciate you all. I appreciate you too, Andrea. And uh, I do want to say this. This show could have been three times as long with the amount of news that's out there, you guys. We know we did not cover everything. Our um, our show notes daily get cut, 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 so we could fit in a nice <laughs> hour or so show. So uh, tune in tonight for The Daily Dose with Joshua Reed, where he goes over the news and events of the world, as well as an in-depth analysis of the unfolding global conspiracy and communism coming to america all the things that we see uh definitely tune in tonight 5 30 p.m pacific for the daily dose and and uh get more of it thank you all so much we appreciate it we will see you at tomorrow at the same bat place same bat time god bless everybody and god speed thank you. uh-oh <laughs>